You are now listening to The Sexy Escort Guide, discussing everything fascinating about the world of paid companionship. And now, here is your sexy host, Exotic Vivian. Hey guys, welcome to episode 73 of the Sexy Escort Guide podcast. I am your host, Vivian, and today we are going to be discussing shifting your strategy based on current events. Anyone who knows me knows that I am very big on strategizing, and it's not because I'm some hoity-toity Miss Smarty Pants, as some would like to believe. I actually got into strategizing when I was in college the minute I realized that I do not like working that hard. I am fundamentally lazy and would rather not work at all if I could help it, so I figured that I would have to work smarter to get what I wanted, not harder. Now, I don't mind working hard at things that I actually enjoy, so much so that it doesn't even feel like work. In any case, today we welcome back Miss Imani Yvonne, aka ABM, aka Actual Black Mermaid. She has a wonderful platform that focuses on empowerment, finances, stocks, and discussing political issues. Her ultimate desire and goal is to empower people and help them change their lives for the better. Hello, Imani. Welcome back. Hello. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> yes, it's been a while and a lot has happened since you were last on. So let's, yes. uh, let's dissect everything. Yes. Um, for those of our listeners who are not familiar with you, can you please tell us just a little bit about you and your background? Okay, so uh, my name is Imani, but people know me as Actual Black Mermaid or ABM Online. I am a motivator, a dating coach. Uh, I also am a pattern genius who predicts correct stock picks and help women, femies, and trans people uh, double their money in the stock market and show them how to do it to empower people who are left out of this information and know how to navigate this world. Yes, we love us a money-making queen. Yes. <laughs> That's what we want on the show. We want to learn how yes. to make money in different ways. Exactly, so, I'm all um, about it. Yeah, how are you though? I mean, this year has been a little... <laughs> how are you doing? I'm doing amazing. Besides not being able to travel this year because of COVID, I did spend all, la all of you last year traveling just on an impulse, I just yeah, felt I like saw. traveling. You yeah, went to Thailand, you went to um, London, you went to south of France, didn't you? Yeah, south yep. of France. Then I went to Paris, and uh, I went back and forth to Europe a few times. And mm. uh, it's just because uh, I went to Spain also, and oh, I yes, went to London. Yes, you did. I had already been in London. Yes, yeah, so I've been to London a few times because I stopped there in between uh, when I was traveling all over Spain and coming back to America. I stopped in uh, London to visit some friends there. So um, I was all over Europe like all last year. Yes, you were. <laughs> yeah, I would like to explore some other countries and everything. So because uh, I think I've, I've done so much of Europe last year. Yeah. I mean, I have a couple of the places that you went on my list. And it's not because I couldn't have gone because I've also toured all over the world. But I just kind of wanted to save it for like, like a special, like a dude. 
which one? Which one? Because I can tell you what kind of vibes they're. Yeah, they're, Greece. 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 Okay. It's on my list. Italy and Spain. Okay, so Italy was actually where I was supposed to be going to when the shutdown happened, because that's what that was the last place I was supposed to be going to. Uh huh. And then I had to cancel my trip, which was perfectly okay, because I did not really feel like doing the whole traveling to Italy. Mm -hmm. Just not in the mood. So uh, Italy, uh, definitely. I think people go to these places and ex assume that because um, it's history there, there that it's still updated. Now, when mm -hmm. you go to these places, just like Sandro Pay, a lot of people feel like Sandro Pay because oh, all the celebrities talk about going there. It's really updated. This stuff is really old. These buildings are really old. And a lot of these, <laughs> well, I'm used to that. Yeah, I'm like used to that and travel. Yeah, <laughs> and they're and they're older than the new newer hotels and stuff. So just be prepared and just be prepared for the menu and everything mm -hmm. because it's just much older and uh, their food is a, more raw. But I feel like I always have to put that out there because for some reason people think that these places are, are way ahead and up with the technology no, and that's no. not it I mean, at all. I'm kind of used to that. I'm used to that. So. Oh, <laughs> I was yeah. just saving this for okay. my clients. Okay. So guys, if you're listening, you just heard my top three places <laughs> that I need you to take me. So please and thank you. Okay. So, exactly. um, so what else? What else is new with you though? Like you, you traveled. Uh, you said this year has been okay for you, even though you wanted to travel. What else is going on? Uh, so this year, i just been, honestly, just soaking in what's going on, rolling with the tide and everything, because everything, so much is going on at work. Yes. Once. I do have my other individual projects, and uh, I will be bringing those as soon as possible. Like, I want to make sure things are okay with all of what's going on, mm -hmm. you know? before I bring those to light. So they will be a surprise. Okay. And I'm still working on these things. I know I everybody's been requesting certain things for me and I have been listen, listening. So I don't want them to think I'm not listening. I'm always listening to what people need. It makes my work better, mm -hmm. but those w things will be a surprise in the future. And just things to inspire uh, all of the girls, femmies and fem boys that follow me to be their biggest selves, their everything that they are. Yes. Because so much is, so much potential is all over my following. I mean, and they're b above potential because they're just always doing amazing. Mm -hmm. But even then, I just want them to just like, just burst like stars. Mm -hmm. So I'm putting my, it's a challenge for me to put myself out there, my private projects out there to really burst in order for them to burn, yes because i want i want that to happen and we we need more people it. like you you know to motivate you know the people that are not conventionally beautiful black women mm -hmm. you know trans women mm -hmm. and just non-binary people we need more people like you out there to motivate them because you know the world keeps telling us that we're not great when we really are yeah. you know and, yeah and i think honestly it's bs it's just, it's just a bunch of bullshit because it's honestly instagram has taken over so much of society that people don't even realize over this last few years so that these even these terms like unconventionally beautiful mm -hmm. have been coming up i never even heard of that before instagram's takeover because it was just like everybody just had their own mm -hmm. look but now 
since so many people have or aspire to the Instagram look, this word, these words have been coming up more often. And obviously it's because we're all uh, uh, attributing our beauty to what the the standard of beauty, which is supposed to be like the European white. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. And the super plastic, super thin thing. And, you know, yeah, it's and it's like everybody does not have to look like that, and it doesn't mean that those things are. Yeah, so uh, because of Instagram's massive takeover and the rise of it uh, affecting so many things across, uh, affecting every sector of the economy, the society, and the world, I feel like this rise in this 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 combination of a word has been heard so much even this year before any of the years that I've been doing my work and it's obviously because everybody's attributing their own beauty to what this look on Instagram is and I keep telling people it's not it's really just Instagram right it's yeah not, but the Instagram look is not even the European look though the exactly look it's is more like of a, a build a body it's exactly more like, you know the ask it, BBLs are in now uh, obviously boob jobs have always been in so it's not the boobs but it's the ass and the waist ratio thing yeah exactly and it's more of a thing of trying to look like you're more rich than what you are mm-hmm. and like and then the whole kim kardashian look yeah exactly which it which is from where instagram <laughs> so it's like it's like that i feel like that's more of an unconventional beauty that's attaining uh rights to say that it's the conventional look but honestly before this before that whole thing everybody who was just beautiful they were just beautiful like it wasn't Exactly. This this rise in this word has just been so crazy because I know where it's coming from. It's from uh, this whole Instagram thing. So Mm -hmm. I don't, I think all of my clients are so gorgeous and I never try to tell them that they're unconventionally beautiful just because I don't want them to get the wrong message. Like, well, do I have to be a certain way to be beautiful? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want them to feel like that because they don't. <laughs> they really don't. Exactly. We, we're all special. Exactly. Uh, so what else do you think about 2020? What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on this virus? What are your thoughts on the movement, the Black Lives Matter movement? Oh, yes. Oh, so um, I don't know if you just recently saw my uh, prediction that it was going to be some hybrid, hybrid pig flu or something. Uh, because we have close connections with China, and uh, China has pork. We have a lot of soy with the rise of veganism mm-hmm. here. Pigs eat, pigs eat soy, so it makes sense that China and U.S. had the biggest outbreaks. That just made sense mm-hmm. to me. So, uh, and, it, and it somehow has involved the common denominator between our economies are pigs. So I already knew that was going to be there. I already know that this is going to turn into a huge brand and more so of uh, something that's kind of associated with our society, just like flu, you mm-hmm. know, and just going to be a big part of our society. I don't feel like it's going to be something that just goes away one day. I feel like it's just going to be something that is here. So you don't you don't think and, it's man-made like I do? <laughs> um, um, <laughs> I feel like it definitely mutated, but I, for me personally, I really do feel like it, it was just something pigs had, 
and it became some type of hybrid and mutated with humans through uh, contact and it just keeps mutating, which is why at first we was like, oh, it's only old people that are going to pass mm-hmm. from it, which makes no sense because a virus can't tell Exactly. A virus is so, a virus. Yeah, exactly. So, so now we're like seeing that everybody can be infected by it, which is what I believe is it's mutating even more. So, and we're nowhere near. Oh cure, God. So well, there is no be- cure for viruses anyway. So exactly. all we can do is treat it or be vaccinated against it, which is really just giving you a smaller dose of the uh, disease or the virus so that your body can naturally fight it. So it's exactly. here to stay. That's why there is flu season, because it's always going to come back. It's like herpes. Yeah, it's always gonna come back. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's no getting rid of it. So <laughs> I think a lot of people are just waiting for it to go away it's one day. And I'm so like, no, this is that's yeah, how vi- exactly. I don't, think, I don't think a lot stay. of people realize how viruses, uh, uh, viruses and bacteria work. Bacteria yeah, can be cured. So viruses can be treated. That's it. There's no, there's yep. no going away. We're in it now. It's, it's too late. It's too mm. late. Yeah. So, uh, did you do anything yeah. with the um, Black Lives Matter protest or whatever? Like, yes. I any thoughts on that? I definitely, I definitely uh, attended. Plenty of protests, not recording. Of course. Uh, definitely uh, donated. That's what a lot of my fan page mm-hmm. does, is hand out direct donations. Yes. Accept donations and uh, hand out direct donations to help people who have been in need because of the pandemic and everything. And that my fan page is not me. It's one of my beautiful followers who just love my work. And now she's. we've gotten together to get involved in helping the people who follow me or just people in need. I love it. I love it. So you've done quite a few lives on your Instagram, you know, just kind of dissecting what's going on in the world right now. And you've also posted Mm -hmm. on Twitter, your thoughts about racism. Can you elaborate further for our listeners? Okay. So for me, I believe racism is not just a problem of mean old white people. It's uh, not just your Karens that we joke about Mm -hmm. online. Racism is discriminatory practices of certain groups of individuals to hold certain individual in, uh, groups of individuals back intentionally, like just as and it becomes a mass problem when there's multiple people of that those certain groups doing it to the same group mm-hmm. of people. But you have to look at it interpersonally that way to see it see it on a societal level and understand that these are things that our friends, brothers, and neighbors are doing in our neighborhoods, in our schools, at our jobs, in Hollywood, every single day. It's an ingrained practice from racist, indoctrinated brainwashing that we receive in school, from schools, churches, the homes, to our mm-hmm. neighborhoods. So it's, I, it's more individual practices, and we have to break these things and have very serious conversations about it in depth so that we can catch people and stop people from doing this. We can stop people from discriminating against darker skinned people and uh, darker skinned women, especially in, uh, in media and fashion by asking for their representation and demanding it because it's not normal, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, we can ask for people to stop discriminating against darker skinned Latinos, darker skinned Indians, 
everybody because these are part of our world. These are representations that need to exist. People should not have to find out about them because somebody's speaking out on Twitter that they're actually a darker Latino, you know? It should Mm -hmm. not be that way. But the reason why it is is because the only thing we practice uh, including our whiter and lighter people constantly that so many people around the world have to announce their presence <laughs> for being on our planet. So yeah. I'm very, very passionate about being really, really exclusive. And I believe my following shows that because it's very, it's a very diverse following and I love it. Yes. I mean, and then speaking of the whole darks and Indians, there are actually people that don't even know those exist. Yeah. There exactly. are actually people that feel like all Indians are pretty much light, like the Bollywood Indians. Exactly. Exactly. And it's practice because it's practice discrimination of leaving darker skinned Indians out, which are, who are South Asians. They are just Asians. They're, yes, pretty much. That's it. <laughs> They're just Asians. They're just Asians. So it's just like we but people should know that and they sh- it should be accepted in society. But clearly what's being accepted is the leaving out and discrimination of darker skin Indians from from being South Asians, from being Asian, you know? So, it's crazy. It's so ridiculous. I'm very, yeah, I'm very uh, passionate about talking about these very harsh topics because they're not comforting and they're not supposed to be because they're real. And mm-hmm. we all know that we all know that we are active parts of it and we do have to do the active work of breaking these systems down because if all of us are practicing them unknowingly or not being called out on them, it just leaves it to go to be practiced. So we have to talk about it and call it out for it to stop being practiced. We have Exactly. To. How do you feel about the upcoming election? Oh, the upcoming election is a joke. What are it's your, a joke. What, I know, right? What are your thoughts on politics in general? <laughs> it's a total joke. Like, it's just like they're just playing in our face right now. Yeah, Clearly, they're literally, like, fucking with us. I feel like that's what's happening. Yes, it's so <laughs> ghetto. <laughs> Putting out rap songs, like, oh, to offend the other president. Like, it's just, like, so much... So the other elect is just like so much that's ghetto about it. People, Joe Biden telling us we not black enough. Like it's just like mm. constant gaslighting. It's just a shocking, the most thing to go down in history during a time like this. Like we are being trolled. I, I feel that so, way for real. But we still have to get out of <laughs> This is just apparently, you know. Yes, we still have to. We still have to. It's ridiculous. It's we ridiculous. Still have to, but it's definitely, it's definitely full on trolling. Like it's like trolling at a macro <laughs> level with the government. They have they have a lot of money <laughs> and media to do it on, so of course. Uh exactly. And plenty of time because we have very few distractions with the quarantine and everything happening. So every all of our focus is on what they are doing. Yeah, which is why I honestly feel like this was a setup from the jump. Mm, but anyway, exactly. That's a conspiracy <laughs> theory for another day. Okay. <laughs> But first, a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Storm, better known to most of you as Seductive Storm, owner and operator of Taken by Storm Web Design, Marketing, and Assistant Services. Please be sure to check out takenbystorm.co for extremely professional, custom, affordable web designs and services, and an assistant with 19 years in the industry herself 
who will treat you fairly and care about your safety. Once again, takenbystorm.co. Let me help you with your professional persona today. So one of the reasons why I actually really like you is because you work with a lot of sex workers because most dating gurus or dating coaches or whatever do not. They shun this part of the world like it doesn't exist. Really? Yes, but you do work with a lot of sex workers, you know, and can you just tell us what is the most common narrative you hear from these ladies when they come to work with you and how you're helping them succeed? Okay, so I never want to take away from sex workers or say that I'm I'm the reason why they're succeeding. I learn a lot from sex workers. I I admire the industry because you guys create demands for yourselves in an industry where there's no demand. There's a free there's free everything available, but you get you guys are masters of business and technology and turn these apps into something that work for you, you know? Mm -hmm. So I definitely, I admire the whole, the whole industry and how you guys have took technology, turned it from in person to something that's on technology. It's just, I think it's amazing. Um, I mean, a lot of us have no choice. So, you know, when you're backed into a corner, you better, you know, put out or just shut up. Yeah, but you, <laughs> I'm telling you, but you guys don't realize like the the switch from in-person businesses to tech was very hard for a lot of businesses. And we lost a lot of industries in that process That's with true. the rise of tech. Sex work did not lose. Sex work only grew with that switch. And mm-hmm. that was, and became, and it became more acceptable in society. Well, at least to people like me who are normal and not ignorant. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it became a part of our daily lives. And I appreciate it because I get inspired seeing all of these women of different kinds, like being confident and sexy on camera and everything. Like, it's just like, I think it's amazing, you know? So I have all the utmost respect and I would never take away from that. I think it's an amazing business and you guys are geniuses because you took (laughs) something that was in person and switched it to tech where people cannot, literally cannot live without it. If you guys disappeared from the internet altogether, people would freak out, for real. Yeah, that's true. They really would. They really would. And people don't admit it, but it's such a big part of our lives, you know? It is. It and, is. And I love it, you know? I have the utmost respect for sex work in the sex worker industry. You guys are cool. You guys are geniuses. So a lot of problems that people do to necessarily come to me with is uh, people are, first, easier than what it is. And secondly, they also don't have the confidence to do it or mm-hmm. uh, don't realize how much confidence and work it takes to do uh, that. So I would say that the first thing I need everybody to have is confidence. Cause like I was saying about the unconventional beauty thing, uh, these that turned and started taking its rise until the takeover of Instagram look and uh, social media. But everybody is beautiful and everybody has an audience that will love them for their beauty, especially those who have more unique things about them, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, I feel like so many people try to go for the Kardashian look. 
that they end up fading Ugh, that shit in the is background. So out. Yes, it's, it's so, so I, tr- I exactly, and I try to tell them all the time. Like I even try to tell my regular clients and regular people that follow me, like it's played out. People are tired of seeing it. You're going to fade in the background. You're not going to make any money. You're not going to meet any even better. Even the Kardashians companies. are trying to change their faces now. Like, <laughs> exactly. The hell? Oh. Yeah. So I try to I try to get out there as much as possible. Like you guys have to let it go because people are tired of seeing it. They're tired. Like they've been tired. Mm. Even men even men have expressed their uh, feelings about it. Like okay, like all everybody looks like the same three girls online. Right. So like it, it it's tiring. So I have to, I try to encourage everybody, even from my sex workers or people that's just beginning to people that's just dating, you let that go. Be confident in whatever is unique about you. That's even if you have like a metal look, uh, even if you're, you feel like you're not as feminine as a trans woman or you don't feel like you look light enough as a darker skin woman or you don't feel like you look small enough as a big woman. Men love that. That's why they're signing up. Is because you are you have that you please. Thing. I know too like, many big women that have like a plethora <laughs> of followers, and I'm just exactly like, it blows my mind. I'm like, well, if she can fucking do it, yeah, exactly. That lets me like, know that there is plenty. Of, that there's somebody for everybody. I assure you. Exactly. And then because it's online, it's like most of the girls, the uh, BBW women that I know, mm. they have their OnlyFans. Because it's online and these guys don't have to actually say, oh, I love a, a big woman, they will sign up. It doesn't yep. matter. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They will sign up and just pay just so they can see it all the time. Especially right. now during the pandemic where they have less access to other women. Like Exactly. So and, that, and then nobody is looking at their browsing history. So, of course, they're yeah. going to look for what they actually want. They might, like, in person, they might not want to say it. But who cares? You're not exactly, them. exactly. <laughs> like they're just letting that money come out of their account every month. That's why I tell people all the time: embrace what it is about you. Because men are weird anyway. Men like weird, weird things that they're not allowed to talk about. That's why women, sex workers, get all types of weird requests, like farting in a camera yeah. for two thousand dollars, <laughs> like scratching your foot. I just got one. This guy wanted me to put gummy bears on my feet and record it. Exactly. That, that's it. <laughs> Weird as easy shit. And I'm like telling people, I'm like, you guys don't know like how much money you're missing out on not embracing your weirdness because you're going to miss certain requests like that because they look for certain types of women that they imagine like certain types of women to do these weird things with gummy bears, uh, with uh, paint. I've got, I've seen, I've heard of some women doing stuff and they're imagining you with this. They're imagining your specific look with that. And I need more women to like, please stop embracing that Instagram Kardashian look and embrace whatever you, you are. If you're metal or have a certain like weird like boy even a boyish charm about you androgynous that's a thing yeah yeah like they will like it if you have a deeper voice like they will like it if you have even if you hate men that will probably be the thing that makes them (laughs) sign up like like, i try to tell people so much like i'm telling you this social media has taken over and people all think that they have to be one way to be attractive and make money and it's not true they're actually missing a lot of money trying to go for that look indeed indeed so uh what are some specific 
advice you can give to BBW sex workers that will help them grow their business? We have quite a few that listen to the show. And I remember the first time I had uh, a BBW lady on here, like I got so many emails from a lot of ladies thanking me, you know, for for having Mm -hmm. like a BBW person that was actually successful come on because they thought that was not the case. Like they didn't think as Mm -hmm. a BBW person they could make money. Exactly. There's so many do think that because I've had clients that that wanted to get into it and they weren't sure. So uh, with the same issue. So the thing is, I think for uh, BBW sex workers, I think it's all about the confidence, of course, but you need to have the right lighting and fashion together because I feel like that's another thing is a lot of uh women don't try a lot of bigger women just don't try with the fashion thing and honestly they can kill they it can. They i can mean aurora Nora. i don't know if you've seen her online her fashion mm-hmm. is like and she's been on the show a few times her fashion is out of here like i, I see yeah some like, I'm like oh shit i, I could definitely rock that <laughs> mm-hmm. like yes mm-hmm. yes you can play with fashion like, ladies I promise you. Exactly. From the from the kink leather looks like all you have to do, even if you have to put some stuff together, because I used to do a lot of that when I was much bigger. Of course, I lost a lot of weight this year to show people that it's possible uh, and it's not that hard. And I used to put stuff together all the time to make to give more of an appeal of different type of appeal, whether that was going for some sort of leathery look. You guys have seen my mm-hmm. look. I changed my you look are, up Yes, you are also another person with good fashion. Why did I not say that? I guess because you're on you the so show. Much. I forgot about you, but yeah. I remember some lady asked me about fashion stuff, and I pointed her to your page. I was like, go look at what she rocks. Oh. Like, because you can put certain Thank things you. together. Like, you have to know how to dress for your body type. And I'm not talking about yes. just big. I'm talking about for your actual body type. Because, like, some mm-hmm. big women have curves. Some have different things going on. But you can dress your body. Mm-hmm. And Pinterest is a good thing, too. There's plenty of stuff yep. on there. Like, don't just give up because, oh, mm-hmm. I, there's nothing that can fit me. That's always the same thing I hear from bigger girls. Yeah, is that, exactly. Oh, nothing fits. I'm like, yeah, there's plenty of big girls out here. So I'm sorry. You just need to put in the yeah, work. Exactly. Put in the effort. You do. You do. And I think that would change a lot of bigger girls' uh, content and their uh, clientele. Try different looks. Incorporate fashion into your looks and be passionate about it. Like, I feel like a lot of bigger women just don't feel confident, so they feel like they shouldn't. It's just a fetish to them. No, make it your art. Sex work is art. People don't realize that. It's It's art. It's history. It's culture. It's tech. It's business. It's media. Like, it's so many things. Make it that and and explode in that. Like so many things are amazing about sex work that people don't even realize because they're too busy hating on it to realize how important it is to society and the world. But yeah, fashion, get on your fashion stuff. Like, and if they don't, it's going to be very, very hard because so many other bigger women that were influencers are getting on, getting into sex work mm-hmm. because of the pandemic mm-hmm. and everything. And they're they already their on their fans fashion and stuff. They already have their fans lined up because they have a yep, following. And they have their fashion together. So it's just like, that's just what it is. And they're already making money because they got their fashion stuff and together. And you know what? Like, You're this, right. That's you actually, this actually applies to regular normal size mm-hmm. people too, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Like fashion mm-hmm. works. Like, like everybody can it put does. on lingerie. I feel like lingerie is kind of played out now, but it still works because guys are guys. Mm-hmm. But just throwing a couple of fashion looks into your photo shoot. Do one lingerie 
And the, and actually, bigger yeah. girls need to do lingerie too. I think they shy away. Yeah, they shy away from yeah. lingerie for whatever reason. But you you yeah. better you better show your fluff and wear your and, lingerie. Yes, like that's it, and that's exactly why I'm always like showing bigger girls on my media and everything that kill it with the fashion girls that I know can kill me with the fashion that's way bigger than me like I'm always showing people it's possible like and these girls have fans these girls have been beating their beating their dms down like you don't have to it's not it's not all is lost because you're a bigger woman or you have to only set this price no no you can do it like so just kill it with the fashion, kill it with the lingerie, incorporate some BDSM type of le- uh, leather yep. in there, incorporate some regular looks, your day-to-day type of looks mm-hmm. in there, but killing it, your bad bitch look, everything. Like, just take it, just kill it. And I feel like so many women are honestly uh, don't want to do it because they don't want to be seen, they don't want to try hard and then it doesn't give them the result they were looking for. No, I'm sorry. No, you, you can't just to. give up because you think you're going to fail. Then you, what's yeah. the point? Life is short. We literally have like exactly. maximum 100 years on this earth. Exactly. 17 of those, you can't do shit because, you know, you're, you're, <laughs> exactly. you're a minor. <laughs> you're a minor. So that's practically almost a quarter of your life gone. So you might as well make exactly. the most of your, you know, middle of your life because the last quarter of your life, you're probably not going to be doing much. You want to just relax and enjoy the fruits of your labor. So you need to be really killing it between 25 and 75. I think that's, yeah. Between 25 and 75, you really need to be doing it, especially when you're young, because you have more energy Mm -hmm. when you're young. You have more dreams when you're young. But what if you wait till forever, like, come on. You have to try. You can't just say, oh, I might fail. So what? Do you know how many times I Mm -hmm. failed? Mm -hmm. and you know what I tell people all the time I was like you think somebody not liking you is okay you know how many people write threads about me and don't like me online who cares let them die about it let them die about it like it doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything for me because I know what work I'm doing I know who my work is helping so that's all I'm worried about I'm not worried about them because those people they're just talking about you because they they're too afraid to do whatever you're putting yourself out there they wish they were you Exactly. So it's like, I, I don't want anybody to be like in their heads about what somebody else might not like about you or not trying because you know how weird it sounds to people, how weird it, weird it sounded to people when I was about 300 pounds and I was a dating coach, an international one at that with a high success rating. It sounded crazy. They were like, how? You know, because this is something that's supposed to be dominated by either lighter or thinner or uh, Patty Stanger. Uh, yeah, lighter or thinner. <laughs> or, yeah, or, or or plastic women. So they were surprised, and then they were really surprised by how high my success rating was and the type of success that my followers, who were regular people, everyday people, were seeing. So it's like it, it didn't stop me that people thought it was weird that I was this th- almost 300 pound dating coach doing it because I knew that my work was the best. So I didn't care, you know, and that's how you have to approach even your own bit mode of business, no matter if it's sex work or anything that you're doing, because sex work is art. So you have to approach it that way. Forget what everybody else is saying. It's your business. How are you going to create? How do you? How are you going to create your business, your art as business, and turn it to change the world? Because that's what sex work does. It changes exactly. the world, and people need to accept it as that. Amen. Amen. Church. Okay. So yeah. let's talk about trans sex workers because I feel like 
mm-hmm. we don't talk about this enough. We don't talk about trans people enough anyway, because it's just people are still trying to wrap their head around it. Because, you know, you hear people say stuff like because they're jealous. Yeah, but you, you hear people <laughs> say stuff like, yeah, I get the gay part, but now you just want to switch genders and blah, blah, blah. And they like are confused about it or whatever. But let's talk mm-hmm. more about trans sex workers. What what kind of advice can you give them to help them grow their businesses? Okay, so first of all, I just want to say to trans uh, sex workers or trans people that are listening out there, the reason why people say that is because people don't understand the origins of gender, uh, the origins of sex, the origins of sexuality. They don't understand. They think that they're so ignorant. They believe that only straight people existed because they're brainwashed. Uh, they don't understand that before there was straight people just had sex it wasn't names for it before colonization Mm -hmm. so it's like that's why they don't understand it they're brainwashed and they're brainwashed into that indoctrinated brainwashing that we teach in schools in our neighborhoods by our parents or whatever so that's why they don't understand what trans and uh intersex people are non-binary people because they only understand gay straight boy girl because they're very brainwashed Mm -hmm. so I think for my trans sex workers now, just like my trans clients, we already know what it is. Trans clients do amazing because we know what it is out there. So uh, I feel like it's not much that I can say for them. But for the ones that are just starting out or afraid to get out there, you're missing out on a lot of money being afraid of whatever you believe. There is a demand, folks. <laughs> you're going to start your account. There is a demand. I have plenty of uh, <laughs> trans friends that are, you know, ex-sex workers. And they basically told me that sex work paid for all of their surgeries. And they had a lot exactly. of expensive surgeries. Paid for their surgeries, mm-hmm. got them houses, got them businesses, got them this, got them that because they were trans. Yep. And the minute they, because I have a few that actually went uh, from male to female and they went all the way post-op and got the, yeah. the reassigned of the gender. And, mm-hmm. and that actually yeah, slowed the their minute, business the down, minute, right? So yep. basically the minute they got rid of their penises, their business, they became normal down. and yes. the men didn't want them anymore. I know. So. Exactly, because I have some, uh, I have a lot of trans uh, clients and people who follow me who actually told me the same and actually they were worried about getting their surgery because of that, you know, and we had these, I've had these talks and thankfully they want trusted me with this and I feel like that's such a beautiful part of my career. But they had these talks with me and they were like, well, if I want the surgery, is it going to change? And I was like, it might, you know, like, I mean, it, was, it, it might, might but because... then they, then that's why you plan your life and set it up. Did you see Pose? Exactly. Have you seen the show Pose? And yes. you know how she got her surgery and then her billionaire boyfriend of 10 years kicked her to the curb. And I'm like, you had 10 yeah. years. You could have mm-hmm. set yourself up. You All the money he was giving you, you were living in a penthouse rent free. And he was giving you money mm-hmm. and you were doing all your balls. Fine. Still do your balls, but put money away and start other shit. So that way you're exactly. self-sufficient. She had 10 years. There was no reason why she should have been out of the streets. That that really annoyed mm-hmm. me. <laughs> and that that goes for everybody, too. That's, that goes for everybody, not even just trans people. What you just said, it goes for everybody. Because uh, I that's why I incorporate teaching women about business, women, femmies, and femboys about business, and uh, non-binary people about business, stocks, everything. Because it's about investing the money that you're getting. You're not going to just see success with me and then be broke. Yeah. You got to do happen. other things with your money, too. So, yes. <laughs> So exactly. If you know that yeah. your penis is your money maker, but you don't want it because obviously, mm-hmm. 
a lot of trans people are trying to fully transform to the exactly. gender of their choice. So if you know that's your ultimate goal, then start make your plan. Plan mm -hmm. for it, you know? Yes, and I even have a book for that, and that is the visionary board, which is right after the dating guide. Because I was playing, it's like you're not gonna, you're not gonna use this dating guide to see success and yeah. then be broke when it comes to the visionary board. No, here is how to organize your life and your finances so you can multiply it. And my followers have, if you guys have seen so, this. So yeah, make sure story. you get. And so, where is the book? Is it on your website or is it on Amazon? Yes, uh, you can search it just like you search my name, uh, actualblackmermaid.com, and it's right in my bio. Perfect. You just click the link, and everything's there from uh, $10 to $15 are all of my ebooks. Perfect. Okay. Uh, and it covers everything. Okay. So now let's talk about black sex workers, especially dark skinned mm -hmm. women. What kind of advice mm -hmm. can you give them to help their business grow? Okay, so I feel like personally, my dark skinned sex workers be killing it. I feel like if anything, there's there's only a problem with other sex workers who are lighter skinned and white competing with them and making sex work uncomfortable for them in their community because they are so competitive. Mm -hmm. Honestly, uh, I feel like just knowing how to fiend those off and knowing how to handle people who are jealous of them. Uh, because a lot of lighter skin and whiter people do go for the Kardashian look, unlike my darker skin, uh, my darker skin. Uh, yeah, we have no workers. choice. We can't so, be a Kardashian. We black. <laughs> exactly. And that's why you guys are winning, because you stand out more than them. And that's what other lighter and whiter people hate. And it makes them uncomfortable because they go and cut their bodies and go all for the same look, the same voices and everything. And you guys don't have that. So it, it's easier for you to get clientele because you don't have to be that to stand out. A lot of them kind of have to go for that look in order to attain something because it is the mm -hmm. look for them. You guys don't have to. That's their, that's literally something that they have to deal with in order to stand out. That it's, um, be, especially because it's kind of hard to go for a more natural mm -hmm. look as a lighter and thinner person in the sex worker industry but they're not going to talk about that because the the light the not more natural look will work for darker skin but the, but the thing is natural it look will. is so fleeting now that that's a niche in itself so mm -hmm. exactly you to, exactly like, if you don't want to do surgery please don't just stick with your natural mm -hmm. body and you'll be surprised how many men are so appreciative of natural bodies that have not been you know mm. pumped with anything so keep that in yeah, mind and and just and natural hair too. oh yeah oh my god hair. my that's clients a privilege that you guys have <laughs> yeah that's a privilege that you guys have that's that's why they low-key be hating on y'all because well, well us because <laughs> honestly it's something that you can add to your yep, portfolio to make you even more industry interesting and stand out hair now and the clients love it my clients love my exactly. natural hair, but I don't advertise it on social media for, you know, discretion reasons because I wear my natural hair in my mm -hmm. real life. So <laughs> I, mm -hmm. I try to separate yeah. the two personas. But yeah, that's also like a big, big thing. So what about the new the newbies getting in, the black girls, the dark skinned black girls that are trying to get into sex work? What kind of advice do you have for um, them? They can uh, em embrace the natural look. You can switch your look up and embrace that because you can do the natural look or you can go and do the whole Kardashian look, but as a dark skinned girl and you can kill both of the looks. Like you're, you're very, very malleable as a black girl, as a dark skinned girl, as a brown skinned girl. You're very, very malleable because your clients are looking for the different 
things that black girls can do and look like and embrace that. It's it's a very it's honestly a privilege that you get to have those different modes because people know that black women can change up all the time. That's not really true for whiter and lighter skinned women. Um, they can try to change up their look a whole lot, but usually people are looking when they're looking to them, they're looking for white and lighter skinned things and things that go along with being white and lighter skin. Yeah. They're usually a little more colorist. They're more strict about how their hair should look, how their body should look, how light they should be, how white they should be. So um, that's not something that darker skin, that's, uh, or bl black women in general have to deal with. Or even they have to, even lighter, whiter and lighter skin people have to be very particular about how long or how short their hair is. Black girls don't have to really worry about that because they're looking at you as yep. a black woman, so you know? definitely niche up. Like, if you are yep. if you're black up. and you're dark, find all the qualities about you that make you different and lean mm -hmm. into it hard, and you'll be surprised. Yep. Like, because these men, they love all that shit. They really do. Yep, like, I have my really clients do. that want me to, like, wear my real hair to shit. And I'm like, do you know how much mm -hmm. work this is? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, why don't you just wear your hair? I'm like, that's too much work, bro. I'm throwing my wig on. But we but we can play exactly. around with it behind closed doors. Yes, mm -hmm. love you. <laughs> but yeah, and then of course the white girls and the light skinned girls that are listening to this, we're not bashing you. But at least you should also no. know your niche too. And mm -hmm. try to capitalize on that as well. As, as and white girls, you already know that everybody's checking for you. So it's not mm -hmm. like you're being left out like we're the ones being left out and we're trying to you know add more of our blackness in so just let me just yeah. make that disclaimer before i get emails from my yeah, white listeners um, feeling like i'm sliding them because we're not yeah i don't i i try to have very honest conversations about it on my platform so if you do come there understand that we're talking about everybody and we're having very honest straightforward blunt yes. conversations about it because these are that's the only way that people really exactly really and it's not uh necessary i'm not when i'm talking about what lighter and whiter women cannot or should not do or whatever this is just from what my clients who are whiter and lighter skin sex workers have told me so it's not that oh i'm trying to oh they can't do this it's like this is the reality for what they have told me, what what problems they may have run into, and what's different for them from black sex mm -hmm. workers. Because I feel like everybody just thinks, oh, black and white sex workers are so different. Black black sex workers struggle. White sex workers win. No, there are different modes of how how they go about yes. it and that work for them that maximize their audience. Yes. So that's just what we're talking yes. about. Okay. So now let's talk about your book, the Navigation Guide. I actually. Uh, picked that up and mm -hmm. I read it and it was awesome. Like so many tips in this book, uh, especially for, cause you know, a lot of sex workers also sugar date cause they're trying to get that mm -hmm. boyfriend too, that supports their lifestyle and maybe get married in the future. And a lot of great tips on questions to ask your potential to kind of qualify them. Cause some people, you know, a lot of girls get stuck on that to qualify these men because you meet rich men all the time, but that doesn't mean that they're the one, you know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean yeah, that they're or generous, that they're generous yeah. or anything. So what yeah. made you decide to write this book and what do you hope that your readers will gain from it? Okay, so the navigation guide was originally just the navigation guide that I gave to all of my following. And 
I just elaborated on it and went in depth because I grew it with my following. It started out as just like a three, four paragraph guide that I would send to all of my first clients when I first started out. And then as my clientele grew, I just started incorporating other tips that they would ask me about that I would get from common questions that they would ask me because I was getting so many clients with the same questions. So I just started putting it in the guide mm-hmm. for this here, this here this here so that it gives you literally from a to z and everything in between and how to handle these situations and it's just something to have in your pocket something that's short straight to the point easy to remember and so that you understand you're educated on why these things may happen to you or what you may run into when you are dating and what to look for so uh that's basically what i want people to get out of it as i want them to be confidently educated you can't just have these tips and tricks and everything and you don't know why you're using exactly them. that's the problem a lot of people get these things and they fall off because they don't know why they're using these tips or don't know why this is happening to them i'm very serious about getting deep and getting in depth about why you're using these tips why they are important what where they're coming from who you can expect these things from because that's what creates long-term success and things that you can grow from uh and that's why my clients do have long-term success and that's why i always tell them if you come to my sessions you should only need to book with me one time because if you're booking with me multiple times then that means you aren't learning anything you aren't really taking it in because i've put everything that you need you need into these guides and if you are coming back to me multiple times, that means you're still not understanding what's going on. Because when you understand what's going on, you only need me one time. One time, one guide, and that's all you need, <laughs> and you'll see in success. I mean, but they, they do say that listening. people do need coaches in life just in general to guide them. You know, I'm sure mm-hmm. they'll come back to you with some mm-hmm. questions or, or whatever, mm-hmm. and they'll probably keep booking you forever. <laughs> <laughs> I I really oh my god I hate, I really don't like that I really want I really if you ask any of my clients ever I always tell them if they need to book me twice then that means they're not listen they weren't listening the first time I'm very very serious about that <laughs> I'm very serious about that because I put everything that you need in one session now i know there are some coaches that are developmental coaches that work with you forever Mm -hmm. but i feel like for my guidance it's very in-depth it's very to the point so that you only need one short session with me or you get the guide so that you can win i'm not a developmental coach i'm one of those coaches that are straightforward do the work get the work done so that you can be successful because i don't want to see you back here after you lost or didn't follow the information correctly. So we're going to get straight <laughs> to it and handle everything. Hey, we need tough love, <laughs> so I like it. Yeah, <laughs> right, we're going to get straight to it and we're going to handle everything and we're not going to sugarcoat things so that you can stop doing these things so that you can go on and be successful. And it works because it's very few people that ever have to return to me. And usually it's because they want they just want extra guidance, but it's not like, oh, I, I'm failing, you know, it's just because yeah, they like they might have a question about a certain thing, like they already snagged the guy, but they might like have like yeah. a strategy type question and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah okay, exactly. cool, 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 cool. So I noticed that you've been documenting your weight loss journey. What prompted that or did you like get into working out because of quarantine? 
because that'll be weird. Okay, most so ate, you were working out. What's wrong with you? I've been enjoying. I've been enjoying eating too. I actually shit. have been this I'm week. So. Like, all these I'm like, girl, you better get your shit together. And here come actual black mermaids. We're her freaking. Oh look, I just lost all this weight. I'm like, ah, oh, bitch. <laughs> Let me get back to the gym. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! So I'm so I feel you so should. bad now. You should, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So basically, like I was saying, as being a plus size dating coach or whatever, everybody was on my back about my weight and how it may affect my dating. Now I know it doesn't affect my dating, which is why. I have the highest success rating as a dating coach who coaches internationally and interpersonally. But uh, people needed to see that. And I wanted to show my followers that this weight loss is really not a trap. I feel like people wanted to make sure, or weight is not a trap. I feel like people wanted to make it seem like being in a fat body or being in a plus size body means, oh, you're stuck there forever. You can never lose weight. No, I know how to lose weight. I know how I know exactly how to do it in a completely healthy way. I was just very comfortable with my body. And at the time, I had lo- I had broke my ankle last year while I was traveling the world, so it's not much. Only you do. will break so- your ankle and then go on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, with my ankle boot everywhere, my swollen ankle everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it though. So- I love it. <laughs> so I wanted to show them and I made sure that I did it while my ankle was healing because I wanted to create a guide that was even for beginner beginners, you know, like even people who may have certain ailments, small ailments that can help that uh, create a guide that helps them and should let them know like it's really much easier than people make it seem. Uh, and this is the way that you do it. It's all based on fat composition and basically metabolism manipulation. So I just wanted to show them that that's basically all weight loss is. And uh, these are the ways. So basically, this is a damn cheese. experiment for you. Wow. She, yeah, exactly. She's <laughs> exactly. on next, and she's just doing an experiment, folks. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're all over here struggling. And she's like, oh, I'm just doing this in my spare time. You know, just just testing a few things out. Great. Just great. I did. I really did. I was like, well, you know, people keep bringing it up. So I'm going to show them it's possible. Like, I just mm, did, mm, I was mm. like, why not? Why not? You know, like, why not accept the challenge? I wasn't really doing much after I was touring the world. So I was like, you know, why not? So I just got into the gym and did it. I really didn't expect the my experiment to go that well. I didn't expect it to make me lose 58 pounds in under wow. three months. I didn't expect wow. it. I really just thought, oh, I was going to lose like five pounds a month and I was just going to show people. But it, it turned out it turned out to really, really work well. And I was just <laughs> dropping the weight like so quickly. Like even people around me were surprised. And I was like, I know, I feel like an alien. So it was just like <laughs> very weird, very, very, very weird. Especially because it happened so quickly. Like people, nobody expected it, even myself. But that's even better because I know that everything that I put in that guy can help happen and work for anybody who opens themselves to it. And it just, it was really exciting to do. And I'm actually going to go back into it 
after uh, it cools down a little bit because it's harder to work outside when it's like so hot. Oh, yeah, so, it's so hot. At least I don't live in Miami. It's brutal here. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. yeah, I probably would die. <laughs> I swear, because yeah. it's so much, it's like now with it being so hot, you have to increase your caloric intake, but that makes you tired on top of the sun. Like, it's very, very I know. It's just, it's crazy. But you look good, though. Thank so you, you so much. You, so you lost the weight and you just kind of like tapered off and you're like, okay, I'm going to just chill out and then pick it back up later. Yeah, and I'm still working out and everything. And what I'm doing is actually working on the fat composition part, which is making uh, my bottom half more curvy and filling out my uh, my hip dips, as I was talking about online, because people were saying that's impossible. You can't get rid of hip dips. And I'm, I'm you trying know, to show people. I, that's also another Instagram word, because I've never heard of the term. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like a few months ago. And I'm like, are you serious? Hip dip? Really? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> just, yeah, just more things to worry about that are irrelevant. Oh, jeez. Okay. So I want to address your relationship with Slumflower. Mm -hmm. That was a very public relationship. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of fell out. And I kind of wanted to ask you about this so people can also learn of the signs to yes. watch out for yes. when you make friends with people that are, you know, seemingly popular mm -hmm. or would be more popular than you or mm -hmm. have like a, a bigger platform than you. So can you like talk about that just a little bit? Okay. So with my relationship with the Slumflower, she actually came to me after I responded to a tweet of hers. And what actually happened was uh, she started following me. We were communicating and she came to me around December uh about, last year uh december 2018 okay and that's when she wanted me to start coaching her and i already was nervous because i, I already had a feeling of how this was about to go after working with so many popular people online so <laughs> uh but as we were working together for months at a time we really started to grow close as friends because our careers were kind of like colliding because people would see us communicating online. So our careers mm -hmm. were kind of like morphing together, which I had no problem with because I wanted to create something that was international and inspiring for girls everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't have a problem with it, honestly. I was like, this is actually a very beautiful thing. So in, in that, with my success, I started inviting her places that I was traveling to all around the world and p because they're closer to her because she's in the UK. The hub. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, like a hub for Europe and all these other places. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, okay, well I'm already there and I'm already taking care of it. Well, the men I'm dating already taking care of it. So what, what is, you know, who cares? She can come too. So as time went on, there was something weird going on where it was kind of like she was kind of copying my business mode, but not while she was seeing success in her own dating life. And uh, it was confusing for our followers, and it actually made my business harder. Because but wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Pause. Mm -hmm. So Slum Flowers' business is also dating? No, I thought it's she was just not. a writer. She was just a writer and influencer okay. Okay. Uh, who was barely getting attention before she started kind of usurping my work, which was actually something I already knew, which was why I was okay with 
the colliding because I was like, well, to help build bo- both of our platforms, mm-hmm. and uh, we, it's going to be inspiring because it's going to be real work in real time, you know. And I, so I was all for it. I just thought it was a beautiful idea. I was like, we can, when we went together, I was like, we can actually do tours together. We can do talks together. We can do even releases together. You know, you've seen all the videos, the live videos mm-hmm, I did with mm-hmm. her. I was very, very, very much for it. Very down for it. Especially because she was my client and from where I was seeing it, I was like, this is my client. So it's like a success story. Yeah, Yeah. who was also my friend. And she was actually my most difficult client because she was having the biggest problems for some reason. But it was teaching me a lot about my own work. And I Mm -hmm. valued that process. Instead of me going away from it or shying away from it, I valued how much she was teaching me about my work because I feel like it made me better in my work. Mm -hmm. So... I was approaching it from that perspective and how this was something that's going to not only grow my our platforms, but something that's also going to inspire people while I'm working with my client. But what Slumflower wanted to do was become me. So oh, <laughs> I didn't, and I wasn't aware of this because every time I would try to, but that doesn't uh, even make any sense. Like she's yeah. a great writer. Her books are good. Like what she was trying okay, to branch so, into the dating world. Like, so what's, what people don't realize is that a lot of influencers, they do get paid by certain brands and doing certain interviews and stuff like that, but those are slow and far in between, okay? So it's not something that it br- brings in a constant moneymaker. So you, so influencers will steal from other people, as we just seen with this manifestation guide with uh, mm-hmm. Ms. Monk. They will steal from other people because honestly, whoa, 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 whoa! Now that one I missed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She stole actually, your shit. No, she uh, she didn't steal from my stuff. She stole she oh. stole from a her team oh, okay. actually stole okay. from that's, some. That's uh, what I thought. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah. I was like, Wait. <laughs> no, no, no. She didn't steal from me. No, she stole from somebody else who actually yes. people did not okay. know. So got people, it, it. that's okay. what people need to understand about these influencers and the rise of influencers who don't have business businesses because they will steal from you. And I know there's a lot of influencers who actually benefit from my work who actually don't give me any credit because Which I know that. So uh, they will they will do that. That's what they are. And the the influencer thing is just very different anyway. It's a very weird industry. But uh, because they have to stay on track or they have to stay on, uh, stay quote unquote popping in order to get those interviews, those brand deals in, they will hop on something that does feed them or that does bring uh, attention to their profile, whatever it is, or attention to their platforms, whatever it is to get those other brand deals in because they, that's how they get stuff is by people talking about them, people showing them attention. And for the Slumflower, it was my work. Because people don't even talk about what she was doing before me. You know, they don't really talk about it. So, uh, or what she's doing without me. Because it's like without my work for the past year or two, she nobody was really paying attention to her. Or she didn't really put in any work. And I was mm-hmm. of doing the work while she's going on interviews and everything, leaving my name out of it and getting paid for it. Which is, which was totally disrespectful yeah. to me. You know, I mean, and it it's is like, because she if, got the help from you. But I completely understand what you're saying, though. 
Yeah, and it's like very weird because I'm thinking from a perspective of, well, we're going to work together and we're going to build this together and everything like that, but I'm not going to discredit the Slumflower for bringing me on. I even shout her out in my constant Instagram posts and how we met and everything, and I'm just trying to figure out why she couldn't do the same for me with these publications and it's clearly because she needed the my work yeah. she needed to live she, off the back of my it work to look like it was coming from her and not someone else and she was exactly that you were gonna get shine i mean i had a very short incident with another would-be influencer so i know exactly what you're saying about mm-hmm. that as far as people stealing your words and she didn't even she mm-hmm. wasn't even in sex work so it's like Exactly. (laughs) And Sunflower wasn't even dating. That's why it's like very, very crazy. It was so crazy. And go give it to Main Street. (laughs) That doesn't work that way. But hey, do you, boo? Mm -hmm. It's you're always gonna come out as an imposter anyway, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. Exactly. And I was like, you know, when it started moving to her doing shows and talks without even mentioning my name or inviting me, knowing how easily it is for me to get to Europe. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm even when I was in Europe and I'm relaxing with her at where she's relaxing with me at places that I pay for in Europe. She's going to different things while I'm there and not inviting me. Like it started, it's clearly intentional because she wants to basically try to steal my career while I'm helping her and try to become me in another country. Mm, mm, And the thing mm. was, it it was just like, it was deliberate. But the funny thing is that you guys could have actually worked together and probably made more bread. Why are people so short-sighted? People are, they're so greedy, they're so short-sighted, and people are so just nasty to other people. People don't know how to be good friends. People don't know how to do business. It's just messed her. up. She doesn't know. She didn't realize what she was really throwing away, which is why it took me so long to actually bring it up because I was waiting for people to actually say mm-hmm. something. You know, I was waiting for people to say something. And I knew my followers knew because my followers, they, they peep everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They see everything, right? So they were actually happy when I severed my platform from her because they were waiting for it, but they wanted to respect our friendship and the things that I was doing with my yeah. business. But, you know, she was so short-sighted because she doesn't know anything about business, really, except for Instagram. Instagram is everything to him. Yeah. They don't really care about doing the work or doing businesses or anything like that. Everything is about what's the next thing for Instagram that they can use to take pictures for to get. Yeah, I always feel like every every negative experience you should learn from. So what would you say your top three lessons are from this relationship with the Sunflower? My uh, lesson with that was call it out. Uh, I'm not going to allow people to usurp my work with discrediting Mm -hmm. me. And if somebody needs to leave me out of my influence on their life, uh, then it's probably because they're just trying to steal from me or they're not as confident or I'm making them feel insecure. They were never really a friend Uh, to begin with. And they never, never were a friend. They were just looking to steal mm-hmm. from me, which is something that's so, so, so sad, so short-sighted, honestly. And that's basically what I learned and just learned that a lot of people, uh, the influencer industry is not what people think yeah. it is and it's not as lucrative as people nope. think it is. And I feel like that's what, that was another thing because a lot of people honestly believe that I was actually using her for clout. And I was like, actually, she's using me <laughs> because nobody, but that's the thing. It's nobody like talks about her work. Like, if you talk to a lot of these uh, yeah. people that are popping now, like Jackie Ina and stuff like that, she'll tell you like, it's 
and another lady named Patricia yeah. Bright out of the UK. I love her. It took years yeah, I love for her them. Too. I know yeah, it took years for them to actually see the money coming in. But once it started, mm-hmm. it then became like a waterfall. But they had to put yeah. years of work in to their work exactly. before years they finally work. saw those and- sponsorships and all that shit. But now obviously mm-hmm. they're sitting pretty. But it takes work. Mm-hmm. How long has Slumflower yeah. been in the you know influencing world? Probably. I think she said about four or five years. All right, so she was probably on the verge of a break, and then it would have been so beautiful. Yeah, but she, but, you know, whatever. She, she would have been <laughs> on a verge of a break off of my work, not her no, work independently because with the, of Sunflower. With the both of you working together. Yeah, exactly. But exactly, and yeah. she was so short-sighted, and she also uh, does not like doing work. A lot of influencers don't. A lot of people don't. You let's know? be honest. Yeah. Nobody wants and, to watch. And she does. And, she, and the thing was, it's like, no. If you're gonna try to be successful, especially with me, you're gonna have to do some of this work, and you're gonna have to do some of the research on your own. Yep. I'm not gonna be doing Can't all be of the work fed. and then you repeating me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're repeating me and then taking credit for it. It's like that's not work. No. That's, what do you think that is? And she just like, it's like honestly. Uh, yeah, and then it would leave her stuck because anytime she would ask, she would get asked some of the harder questions. Then it's like, oh, yeah, just go ask actual Black Mermaid. Oh, I'm done with this. And it's like, no, 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 no. If you know what you're talking about, just as you're going around and pretending that you know what you're talking about and you're better than me at my work, which created your platform to be what it, where it is for 2019, then you should be able to answer these hard questions because hard questions ha- are no problem for me to answer. So I just, my challenge with, to her is like every time that you get a harder question or something, you throw it off over to me, throw your followers over to me. And then every other easier question, you're like, oh, I've always known what I was talking about. Always known what I was doing. It's like, no, 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 no. Okay, so this is not what's going to happen, you know. And the fact of the matter is a lot of people feel like, oh, well, I needed her for cloud. And because I'm from the hood, uh, I needed the slum flower because she's classier than me or whatever, because she has a British accent. And I'm like, honestly, none of that stuff matters. I never would have known that you're from the hood until you actually said you were. Um, yeah, exactly. I don't get hood vibes from you. I mean, mm. you you might be gangster. That's so funny. But I oh, don't, yeah, I don't, thank I you. don't get hood vibes at all. Yeah, that's so funny. I'm I'm glad gang. I I can take gangster because that definitely. Well, everybody makes needs me. to be gangster. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, exactly. In and especially if you're in business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can't, be a little, you can't be a little wuss. You gotta be gangster and business. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. no, no hood vibes from you at all. Yeah, they were trying. They were trying to take so many jabs at me. I'm like, you guys. Honestly, still, my business thrives still because this is. I don't need to copy or take from anybody to create my business because it's real exactly. you know like i don't need clout from anybody I, I was like i can sever my relationship with your fake celebrity over in europe and show you that my business still thrives without it because it's real mm. you know and i was the work i so even saw I that you creating stopped everything. creating for a while so they wouldn't have anything to copy from i thought that was gangster. exactly <laughs> and you saw how they all that disappeared so exactly oh my God. I was like, <laughs> So she's trolling now. She's just trolling them. Okay. All right. Exactly. It's like if all of these people are so much better than me, create the work. I'll I'll shut myself down so that you have time to get get your platform. You're like, I need a vacation anyway. So you guys can go. Exactly. (laughs)
Uh, yes, I was like, I'll stop taking clients so that you guys have a chance. And they still, and they fell off because they knew at the end of the day, it is my work because my work is real. And I actually do the work to make sure that people have long-term success. So I, I wanted to show that. And I feel like I got that message across and I'm glad I did because I was so tired of the comments I was getting. That's awesome. All right. So let this be a lesson to you guys, folks. Be careful the company you keep. Okay. Um, yes. What advice can you give the younger generation coming in that are about to enter adulthood who might be getting into uh, dating, sugar dating, sex work? Um, okay, so right now, as I've been talking about a lot of what's going on in the world right now, this is going to be a very, very different time when we come out of this pandemic. Mm -hmm. Right now, everybody just needs to be very vigilant and social distancing and making sure that they're not, they just do your virtual dates because I don't want anything to happen to anybody god forbid oh my god <laughs> so <laughs> i know i've been very i even shut down i shut down me even taking clients and uh even though my clients uh from last year have been seeing success still seeing success or whatever i want to make sure everybody is okay yeah you know yeah that's the most important thing for me so right now i think people need to be paying attention to the class restructuring because this really matters and plays a big Mm -hmm. Microeconomics is dating. It controls dating, which is why I talk about it so much and educate my following so much on the macroeconomic trends all over the world and how it affects dating in each country. So people need to be paying attention and hypervigilant towards that because then that's how you know what type of people you're going to be dating, what attitudes are people going to have towards dating after this pandemic, and how to navigate that properly uh, without anything happening to you so you can be successful, mm -hmm. you know? So that's, what's been really, really important to me. And, that, and that's why we've been talking and having very forward, very blunt discussions about what's going on with, uh, the pandemic, economic decline, just everything so that everybody can stay vigilant and they're not getting back to the dating scene. And like, it's a culture shock because it's completely <laughs> different, you know? <laughs> Yeah, because this is forever so going to change I mean, the world. We're not going back to normal. Exactly, exactly. It's going to be a very, very different change. So I want, and that's why we've been having these discussions on my live about everything so that people are informed and they know what to look for and it keeps them safe. Mm -hmm. So that's what uh, I just think people that are getting out there right now, that's what they should be paying attention to. What, what's going on around mm -hmm. you? What are people talking about? What are their attitudes like? What are their lives like? Because this is your new sugar daddies. Because it's going to be new ones. Because it's going to be a lot that fall off. You know, it's going to be a lot that fall off and some that come out. <laughs> exactly. It's going to be completely different industries that come out of this that are going to create the new generation of sugar daddies. So, Ew, <laughs> the new, the new generation, man. Exactly. So we need to pay attention to what's going on in economics, what's going on with trends, what's going on in these cities and how people are moving. If people are moving out of big cities, if people are moving into suburbs, mm -hmm. like what are people doing? And this is why it's very, very important to talk about these things, especially for the younger generation, because so many things are going on at once with Generation Z and their culture with dating. Mm -hmm. Like it's a very, very... Generation Z has a very, very busy culture outside of dating. Like, 
and I've talked about this on my uh, live, on my last live and everything that's going on that severely impacts their dating and how they date and their attitudes towards dating relationships and certain uh, patriarchal norms. Mm-hmm. So um, we've been talking a lot about that and how to look for that and how you should navigate it. So that's uh, if you want to join anybody that's listening to your podcast, if you ever want to join these uh, lives, you can definitely join me on Actual Black Mermaid on um, Instagram. And we have very real talks about what's going on, updated talks, blunt talks about our real experiences from everybody, anybody of any race, creed, size, everything. And we are getting down to the root of it so that we are prepared for the future. I love it. I love it. So... Where's the first place you're going when the world opens back up? <laughs> Honestly, I'm going to Asia. I want to take my family to Asia so bad. They have so many new inventions over there. They're ahead of time. I don't think people they? understand. Yeah. Asia is like... They don't the, realize The only it. reason why they're not as popular is because of America. <laughs> Yeah, that's really it. Like, honestly, when I was in Thailand, I really considered not coming back for a few months. Like, I really was like, do I have to catch this plane back? Because I don't really have to. You think Thailand was great. Go to Singapore. Go to... Exactly. That's where I want to take them. Like, Tokyo, Japan. Like, everything is so, like, so crazy ahead over there. And that's really, that's like my big thing that's honestly the only big thing i'm really 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 like pressed about after the pandemic because i want to take my family over there so bad okay okay. so that's that's my only like big 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 plans after this and just continuing my work and everything okay and uh aside from stunting on us with your weight loss have you been (laughs) have you been watching anything on tv like the rest of the world or are you better than us (laughs) (laughs) oh no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I haven't been keeping up with anything, honestly. No, no but the shows, news, stocks. Um, like what shows do you mean? Like, like what, TV? What, like, like, are you are you watching anything interesting that maybe we should watch too? Like TV show? I'm, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm so boring. I'm constantly reading. So basically, she says she's everything. better than you guys. You heard that, folks. <laughs> she said she's better I'm than so you. Boring. <laughs> I'm just keeping up with everything. Oh, uh, I did get into how to get away with murder. Oh, I love that. Uh, I but that's, that already. But everybody knows about that. Yeah. yeah, like everybody knows about that. I'm just into Viola Davis. I love her. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I love yes. her. I love her work. And all of her work is genius. But is. besides that, honestly, not much. No, I just read my little articles, help my followers and everything. Okay. Is there anything that you feel like women, especially black, trans, non-binary women should be investing their time and effort in right now for their success? Uh, research, 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 because it, it, a lot of things are changing so fast, not only just for dating, but they're f- for their careers and seeing how they they can mold their careers into something that works for the future. Keeping ahead because the stuff is right on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, what's coming up and what's happening. Mm-hmm. Especially we talk about the CGI influencer things and how that may affect sex work. We talk mm-hmm. about, uh, new trends with the coronavirus and how that may affect working spaces and what type of work will be available for the labor force. So just research, research, research and how, and how it affects dating too, you know? 
So uh, just research about what you're, what you're good at and what you do right now mm-hmm. and how that can work in the future based on the trends that you're seeing now. And then again, this is stuff that we talk about all the time, very serious and very honestly on my Instagram. So I think that's what they need to do. Uh, and knowing, I think research is very, very important right now because what people feel like, what people are not accepting in a dating world is that uh, there's a lot of scammers out there right now, you know, because it's a lot going on. And they are on these apps. And I want people to be more hypervigilant about who they're communicating with, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't want anything to happen to them because there are so many types of credit card oh scammers Oh, my God, and everything yes, like the that. scammers. Let's like, talk on that real quick. Yeah. If any guy yeah. approaches you on any social media asking you for your student loans or bills, run. He's a scammer. Exactly. Telling you he wa- exactly. Uh, uh, or on this dating site, uh, dating apps too, telling you, oh, I want to be my, sh- I want to be your sugar daddy, and that's the first line out of his mouth. Run. He's a scammer. Mm-hmm. All these scam artists are popping mm-hmm. out of nowhere, preying on on. Yeah, women. they are. Oh it it was God. actually, it was actually an article. It was a art. It was a few articles about it uh, on right on Twitter about the rise in scamming that has been happening because of the economic decline, which is why I'm very, very serious about women doing their research and being staying hyper vigilant about who they're communicating with and what types of industries are really making money at this time so that you know if this guy that you're talking to is really in the right industry or if he's lying to you and he's scamming mm-hmm. you so i'm very um research 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 because i'm telling you that the scammers are out and they're at an all-time high right now and i just don't want anything to happen to anybody in some weird situation because they're not accepting that this pandemic does affect dating as much as they want to not believe it or they just want to go ahead with it it does affect dating this economic decline does affect dating internationally and you will pay for it if you're not being smart Mm -hmm. you're not being vigilant so it's real it's really serious out here. exactly exactly jesus (laughs) please leave our listeners with some parting advice Okay, so what do you want me to talk about based on sex work, based on dating? Just kind of basically talk like you're talking to your normal audience right now. What what parting advice with like our listeners are sex workers, obviously Mm -hmm. trans women, black women. Okay, women. Um, I think maybe men. I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I think the most important thing is uh, just going over the points that we were making earlier is if you haven't learned by now, you definitely need to learn that use your work to invest your money properly because you don't know if it's going to last forever. Okay, you don't know what's ahead of you. Uh, That's why I made sure to make stuff for uh, dating, economics and fitness. So it's not even something that it doesn't just stop at dating. Know the trends, know your economic trends, know what you're doing with uh, your money. Know that you have a plan for your future outside of that. You can do sex work for the rest of your life if you choose, but that doesn't have to be the only way that you're making your money or investing it. So I want to make sure that people understand that it's very, very important to know about the world, to understand sex work, because sex work is the art of the world. So uh, is dating too, you have to understand the world to understand dating to because dating is basically how we're socializing and communicating within the world. And if you don't know about the world, then you'll you're not going to know about dating. Exactly. 
I mean, this is smart. Like, nobody says stuff like this. Really? Thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much. But the thing is, it's a bigger picture type of it is. Most people don't. No, most people don't say, oh, learn about the world. Yeah. You know, but it makes sense. Yeah. You should if you want to know how to deal with different types of men. Yeah, you so. should. It makes it all of it is so severely connected. And it, that's why I try to explain it to people so much in my uh, work because it makes a big difference. When these people know these things and they're educated about it, then they're more confident and they know what to look for. And that's why exactly. my followers have uh, long-term success, no matter how they're dating or what their backgrounds are. And they're confident talking about these things because they know what's going on. They see it. They see the pattern. They see the trends and they can avoid the bad because of it. Exactly. Okay. And lastly, please leave our listeners... Uh, with your social media website where they can find out more about you and, you know, either okay. book you for whenever you're booking clients again, book you for some <laughs> for some coaching. Just leave us with all your plug all your stuff. OK, so I'm not taking coaching right now because of the economic decline and pandemic. And I don't want anything to happen to anybody because it gives me anxiety to even think a man <laughs> is touching somebody and get them sick. It just gives oh, me too much Lord. anxiety. Honestly, I just be worried. I cannot sleep if, it, if that was happening. So you can definitely reach out to me. Everything is under ABM or Actual Black Mermaid. I try to make it very, very easy. Uh, you can, my uh, Instagram, my Twitter. Uh, my Twitter is ABM or Imani underscore Yvonne too. My Instagram is actual Black Mermaid. My fitness page is ABM Fit. My wait, website... wait, wait, wait. You went up, you went and got a fitness page. You said oh. you were doing an experiment. Yeah. You were well, well, you, you know, I love <laughs> Well, they were asking for it because they wanted to Let see me that. Go but find it now. Hold yes, on. it educates ABM people. Fit. Yes, uh, fit. You can put f dot i dot t, so you can okay. definitely find it, and it actually educates people on fat composition, vitamins, food health, and how it benefits you from your hair to your skin to your body to your weight loss, everything, metabolism manipulation, all of that stuff, and even you can update other people and talk about things that uh, helped you with the guide and what progress you're making and everything. So it's just a little community for people to talk to each other, basically, and learn about food and how it helps them. Okay, cool, cool. Well, thank you so much, Imani, for coming back again and having this much-needed blunt talk yes, that we course. need to have. Yeah. Yes, thank you much and uh the book was amazing you guys go get it um yeah. on her website as she said and hopefully we'll have you back on again to talk some more realness with us yes i love 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 it and thank you for having me again i, I of was, course I was so amazing to meet you at this point <laughs> of my career right? after you guys started with me when i was first starting it's so crazy i so love crazy. it so thank you it so all. much thank you all right we'll talk to you soon all right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. A big thank you to ABM for coming back on the show and helping us shift our focus. I hope you gained some useful information from this episode. And if you did, please share with your friends. Remember, there is nothing wrong with failing. Most of the successful people you see today failed so many times. And through learning from their mistakes... They perfected their craft, and they are now wealthy in their own right. 
In the words of the late, beautiful Aaliyah, if at first you don't succeed, dust yourself off and try again. It's been a long time, time. I shouldn't have left you, left you without a dope step two, step two, step two, step two, step two, step two. It's been a long time, time. we shouldn't have left you, left you without a dope step two, 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 baby girl. Uh. Don't I will catch you on the next episode. Take care of yourself, ladies and gentlemen. Bye. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at TSEG Podcast and on Instagram at TSEGP. Join our Patreon page for exclusive videos on dating, sugaring, and freestyling tips for both the gentlemen and ladies. Patreon.com forward slash TSEGP. Follow your host Vivian on Twitter and Instagram at Exotic Vivian. Please leave the show a five-star rating on iTunes. Until next time, keep it sexy and stay receptive. <laughs>